Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show, all about movies. You're listening to The Jam Price Show, and today my guests are co-directors, uh, Deanne Foley and Latonia Hardery, and we're going to be talking about this brand new movie, which I just absolutely loved, called Hopeless Romantic. Welcome to the show, Deanne and Latonia. Thank you. We're happy to be here. Thank you yeah, for having this is, You're welcome. This is such a fun... I, I mean, the way this was done is really interesting. So I have a lot of questions. But so our audience knows about what this film is about. Uh, Latonia, why don't you tell the audience what Hopeless Romantic is all about? Yeah, well, Hopeless Romantic, I mean, essentially in terms of a synopsis, it's basically about uh, a woman, Anna, who runs into her ex, Eric, at a wedding. And she's comfort, like forced to... Um, confront their painful split up and uh, she may realize that her feelings for him haven't changed and through the course of the evening she meets six other women who are dealing with their own stories of love and loss and their stories and her experiences kind of informs how she's going to have this conversation with Eric about um, her feelings and how that uh, interaction between them goes down you know is something that you'll uh, obviously have to tune in and uh watch the movie to experience but uh, you know essentially a yeah essentially a film about about relationships and their emotions and their risks and their and their payoffs too so this film is a total of it's six stories and it was directed by six different women so you're two out of the uh, out of the six who directed it directed a, a segment I'm assuming of the film so I want to talk about that because that's something I haven't heard of before where you have first of all I love the fact that directed by all women, number one. So let's just say that. That's a rarity right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, six uh, female directors is amazing. And so how did the idea come about? Uh, and who wrote it? Uh, uh, who wrote this? And was, were there different writers who wrote each uh, different segment of the film? I have a lot of questions there. And when, uh, well, I'll direct that to Deanne. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I was waiting for Latonia to answer. Sorry. Um, yeah, so there was, honestly, on paper, it really shouldn't work to have that many voices um, trying to tell a story. Uh, But there were about eight writers and some of the directors wrote and directed, say, their segment and um, other uh, directors had other people write the segment. Like, for example, um, I I directed the spine of the film, like um, a lot of Anna uh, at the wedding. And also I directed two flashback stories, which uh, involved um, one was called Meet You in the Deep End. So it was about this woman who's a doctor who sign- who's just gone through a divorce and she signs up for adult swimming lessons and then she ends up meeting her ex at the swimming pool. And then I also um, directed another segment about the little girl who uh, has a crush on this boy and other things ensue. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that was actually written by um, Ian McLeod. So like it was, it's kind of interesting in terms of I think, you know, I think the the genesis of the of this project came from uh Latonia who actually wanted to 
raise uh, the profile of female directors in Atlantic Canada. And so she kind of put out a call to various writers who could submit a story, a potential story to be part of the movie. Um, her working with two other uh, producers, Bill Nibben and Jay Dahl, they selected um, so many stories. And then I think we all kind of got together and started like not only just writing our stories, but how could these stories connect? So we kind of got together in a room and kind of brainstormed almost like a writer's room in a way of coming together with like, hey, how can we tell the, what, what could connect these stories? And um Eventually, we we landed on uh, the story of Anna. It, it's it's very interesting. It's very interesting. So, Latonya, what did you which which ones did you direct, and did you write any of them? Uh, well, I was producing the. I, I directed a, a segment, but uh, due the due to the production, you know, <laughs> demands of everything and the the juggling of the um, the different stories and stuff like that. That was basically, I think, what I, the combination that I could do well. So Emily Bridger actually was the writer who wrote my segment of the film, and uh, my segment of the film was about the PhD, the newly PhD um, minted character Lauren and her best friend um, Kevin. Okay, and so did you all? So some, so Deanne, you wrote some of your segments. Correct. Yeah. I, I, I helped contribute to the actual wedding story, shall we say, of like Anna and um, her fun friend <laughs> played by mm-hmm. Catherine McClellan, um, you know, kind of navigating her way through um, the wedding, you know, like have, having to give the speech and not wanting to give the speech uh, to her niece at the wedding. Here she's, you know, she's lost her husband. Um, she's had, and she runs into this, her ex who, is Eric. So she's, you know, not only has her husband recently died, now she's like confronting this man who she's had, I would say, romantic feelings for. And so it's kind of interesting. Like she's kind of like trying to, you know, speak to him. He is kind of like, you know, he's kind of like a cat and mouse. Like he doesn't really want to talk to her. She's feeling conflicted. She ends up talking to other women and hearing about their own trials and tribulations of, of love, you know, and some, some are uplifting, some are, um, you know, uh, a little bit more, um, shall we say, dramatic in its tone. But all of them, all of them are complicated, like 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 life. You know, like there's no such thing as a relationship that doesn't have its, you know, uh, a bumpy path at times. So it's kind of interesting to kind of hear um, all these women's experiences of various ages um, talking about their their relationships. And some mm-hmm. of them are with men and some, another one is of, uh, you know, a lesbian story. So there's a wide range of, of story and I would say diverse stories um, in the film, which is, you know, really interesting. And, and, and from, you know, her journey, literally at a wedding in real time, mm-hmm. um, she kind of, mm-hmm. kind of comes to the realization of how she really feels about, you know, this guy who, Eric, at the wedding. And it is, it's a perfect setting for, for this, because, you know, when you're going to a wedding and you're single, it's good, it brings up, you know, for every, a lot of women, it brings up a lot of issues. You know? Yeah, it's painful, yeah. right? Nobody wants to be yeah. the single person at the wedding. And you see, like, you know, this couple who are madly in love. And, you know, it's kind of funny, you have all these women who are kind of like, oh, my God, I'd rather, like, be anywhere than here, as much as I'm happy for the couple. I'm also <laughs> right. kind of licking my own wounds. And I think we've all kind of 
nobody wants to be like the single person at the dinner table, you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think that was the idea that each one of the, I mean, I, they're so well done. I mean, it's, it's sort of, it's seamless and each segment of the film is, is as I said, is, is so well done. And um, how did you choose? How did you all choose? I mean, Latonia, you, you were co-producing this, so you were very involved in lots of things, but how, how did the different directors choose which segment that they wanted to direct? Uh, and Latonia, I'll ask you that question. Yeah, it sort of evolved organically um, because if you're doing an anthology too, we knew that it would be segmented. And of course, the challenges of anthology sometimes is, you know, how, how do you make it cohesive and have the themes and all of that relate? So that's kind of why we chose, um, you know, the avenue of having this anthology have a spine, which Deanne skillfully directed. So that story of Anna is the actual spine. And then it was easy to insert uh, flashbacks of the individual women that Anna met and every single uh, one of the directors who wrote a short film uh, about a romantic story that they had could then sort of like be inserted and tied to this spine. And like Deanne said at the beginning, it sounds like it shouldn't work. But um, once we got together and worked, you know, consistently at the script, we did it remotely at first. And then when we got uh, into Halifax all together as a group, that's when we did the, um, you know, the last bit of refining a few weeks before we went to camera. And yeah, and just eventually in the end, it, it came together. And as Deanne said, you know, a lot of diversity in there. And Anna really is that key that moves everything forward, um, as is Deanne's directing skill. Uh, you know, some women who participated in the feature. So just to list the directors, it is Deanne and I, but also Stephanie Clattenburg, Martine Blue, Ruth Lawrence, and Megan uh, Wenberg. And we all had different levels of experience. You know, I had never, uh, I directed a lot of shorts and documentaries, but not a feature film. And Deanne was the most experienced. Uh, she's directed, I think, uh, five features now, including this one. So with her kind of skillfully leading that pack and uh, in terms of the spine and us joining in, it just seemed to work out in the end. And uh, that's that's the feedback we often get, even though it's um, technically an anthology on paper, it, it might not feel as much like that as some anthologies, which are really sort of, you know, cut into part. Yeah, it's, it's, as I said, it's it's fascinating. And the, the, the behind the scenes story is as fascinating, if not more, than the actual movie. And the movie's wonderful. So I'm, I'm I will say that, but I just love the fact that, you know, again, coming together as a group, did, did any of you know each other prior? I mean, how did you, you said you send out like, you sent out, what, did you send out a press release? What did you send out to attract these directors? Yeah, we just sent, we just, you know, because um, we all are from Atlantic Canada and, you know, that's sort of a smaller population. So everybody knows everybody. So we got in touch with different women to see what their schedules were and if they would be interested in participating in the romantic comedy. Um, but, well, at first we didn't really define it as a romantic comedy, but we knew we wanted to do something about, you know, relationships and uh, who would be interested in that. And then that's when we started to, you know, get uh, replies from people who had scripts or wanted to create something. Um to become a part of the the film, so that's basically how you know how that happened, essentially. And uh, yeah, we all knew each other because Atlantic Canada, especially in Newfoundland, where we are right now. I mean, um, the film community is, is quite small here, so it's it's easy to reach out and, and see who would be interested in kind of uh, being part of this experiment. And if we were going to do a romantic comedy, kind of move away from this sort of uh, stereotypical 
fairy tale style ending, you know, and create something a little less conventional and, and traditional in terms of structure. And, and myself and Latani had also lived in Halifax, so uh, but have and now living in St. John's in Newfoundland. So even the the community in Halifax and Nova Scotia, the film community is also small. You know, I mean, while both these communities are thriving, um, you know, people tend to know each other. And so while I might not have worked closely with, say, Stephanie uh, Klattenberg or even Megan Weinberg before, um, I certainly knew their name. Interesting. I just had somebody on my show a couple of weeks ago, Robert Atatui, who did the film Stand, and he filmed it in Halifax. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. 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 Halifax is fantastic. You know, everyone always says about Halifax, some of the great, uh, some of the great film crews of the world, right? Because everybody's very caring and skilled and very invested, um, in, in the arts and how Nova Scotia is, is represented. So I'm not surprised that he would be filming there and probably enjoyed it as well. It was an interesting story because he's, he's from Canada, although he lives in LA, but, um, the, when, one of the stars of the film is a young actor who is from Halifax that had worked on, um, Oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the TV show, but anyhow, and he had gone back to Halifax and somehow they ended up connecting, but he had no idea that this young actor was from Halifax. So it is, it is a very thriving um, film community. <laughs> There's lots of, yeah. I actually, yeah, I, I actually studied acting in uh, Toronto. So, oh, Canada cool. Is, yeah, yeah, a long time ago, a long time ago before I went to New York and studied there. But yeah, so oh, I, great. I, I lived in Toronto for a while, so I have a fondness for uh, Canada. This is, again, um, so how, how did each of you, did you all work together or did you all just work individually on your own sections of the film? Well, I think we started, uh, you know, it, it was a long time coming together. The writing took a while, for sure. So we started um, individually on our own first for sort of like uh, individual short films about or shorter segments of a film about potential um you know, relationship stories. And then when we had those written, we realized we needed a spine to connect them all. And that's when um, the spine writers, essentially the story of Anna that connects everything together, uh, was largely led by Megan and uh, Deanne. So it was just organic. When you say Deanne, it just sort of organically happens. Like it took time, but with each passing step, it just, you know, it just started to interweave at its at its own pace. Yeah, and uh, but like, absolutely. But in terms of production, it was really the directors were working individually, right? So like we started the, uh, in production, we began with um, the wedding. That was the first thing that was, was shot. And so um, the only kind of crossover in terms of, you know, having two directors on set at the same time was really myself and, and Megan, because she also directed all the individual scenes between Anna and Eric, which was played by Linda Boyd and, and uh, Hugh Thompson. And um, so there was some crossover in terms of, you know, Anna's arc and, you know, and Hugh. So we were both directing those actors. So that was really the only opportunity where I felt um, there was some sort of crossover and of course I ended up directing all of the leads in all of the segments so I I made sure that um, I sat down with I always sit down with all of my cast and have conversations but I also really wanted to all of the leads in the various segments to make sure speak with their their directors before and have long conversations about their characters and their arcs and all that kind of stuff before they kind of came to me 
you know, so they would have a real sense of who their characters were um, because I would be directing them in, in those wedding scenes. Fascinating. Just the whole process is absolutely fascinating. Well, you've got a great cast of women in this film. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And yeah, a great cast. And Linda Boyd, I mean, she's, well, yeah, as you said, she's the spine. She's the, the glue that holds it all together. And um, she's just absolutely wonderful. And I, I, she looks so familiar. I mean, everybody looks very familiar to me, but I've seen them in, in many other things. And they're just all wonderful. So tell, talk a little bit about the casting, because you had to cast each one, I mean, each segment differently, too, I'm sure, or with each director in charge of their own casting process. Yeah, each director yeah. was in charge of their own casting. Um, it's kind of remarkable. I mean, we have over 50 actors in this film. And uh, Linda is based in Vancouver, and I had worked with her previously on this TV show called The Public of Doyle uh, that was shot here in Newfoundland. And so, um, you know, having Linda play the role of Anna was kind of like a dream cast, <laughs> I guess, mm-hmm. a choice and also reality. So I think, you know, um, and then, you know, each person got to <clears throat> cast um, their own segment. Is, is, is that correct, Latonya? That's how I remember it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it is. And Aaron Hennessy in Halifax uh, helped us with the casting process as well. So we, we did have at least, thankfully, one, you know, one casting director that helped us manage yes. this, this massive amount of, of cast. Um, yeah, she so was that, amazing. That, that, she, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. And that was a great experience, uh, you know, in and of itself, because I think it's a great day when that many actors can uh, have a role, you know, and uh, Linda flew in, but, uh, and I think maybe one or two other actors, but the, the vast majority of, of actors uh, for the film did come from Halifax. And, uh, you know, and, and it's a, it was a pleasure to be able to work with so many talented people uh, in Nova Scotia that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, because the talent pool is, is deep there, each of the directors really had a choice. You know, we were spoiled for choice because there's there's so much talent in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. That nice. <laughs> That's a nice yeah. issue to have. So how long did it take you? Uh, you mentioned Hugh Thompson before I move on. Um, Hugh Thompson, he's just adorable, too. And the chemistry between, uh, you know, Linda Boyd and his character, um, Eric, and Anna's character is just wonderful. So um, with had they known each other prior to filming, or did this chemistry just come together on on the screen? Yeah, they had never met before. I think they were aware of each other, but it's my understanding is that they have never met, and they just really um, connected. You can see that. Yeah, it's it's really yeah. it's yeah. I, I love the whole film. I mean, it there was it. You know, sometimes when I see a lot of movies, obviously, and just, <laughs> yeah. just drift off, or you go, where are they going with this one, or whatever, you know, and uh, this one was, just, oh, I just loved it. I loved each segment. I, I was looking forward to the next one to see what you were going to do next. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> I love I loved the little girl and her father. That was, yeah. tell us, talk a little bit about that because that was so funny. Um, yeah, I had the pleasure of directing that one. Um, it's, um, so it stars young Joy, who is played by this little girl, Lexi McLeod. And she, that was her debut. She had never been on screen before. And uh, I just thought she did a really lovely job. Uh, the dad was played by Matthew Lumley and um, and written by Ian McLeod, who's just such a funny guy. And, you know, of course, it's it, what I love about that short is just how kids can misinterpret things and the disconnect between parents 
parent and child and I have two kids myself and um you know uh, you know not to give too much away but you know involved no. around kids and misunderstanding what a blowjob is and a parent's absolute horror thinking that you know his young daughter has somehow now talking about blowjobs and and trying to have that you know the you know the uh, was it the birds and the bees kind of conversation <laughs> with your kid and um and how awkward and how he's just not prepared and he's just failing you know what I mean like just trying to find the words to kind of you know <laughs> help her understand and uh, you know one of my favorite lines is like you know oh why does your mother have to be at work and it's just so <laughs> funny to me because I've, I think my husband has felt that way at times you know we have a young daughter and so you know uh, life has thrown him this curveball and you just see him trying to deal with it and it was uh, definitely we shot the whole segment in one day like it was crazy oh wow and so uh, but those little kids were amazing. I also, um, her friend was so great as well. Samara plays her uh, her best friend who gives her the bad advice. Um, <laughs> and uh, I just thought, I, I just love directing those scenes. She plays Joy's oh. uh, friend. Yeah. yeah. You can see that. It's just, there is a lot of joy in that. There, there really was. See, now that you've done this, have all of you bonded of, of, all, of all of the directors and bond, bonded? Have you thought about doing another project together? Oh, yeah. I mean, like we were saying before, we, we did have some knowledge of, of each other beforehand, you know, as well. And the experience on set was, you know, it was just so good and something so interesting uh, in terms of how it all came together in the end. And, you know, once the machine was running, it was um, as a producer, I really got the pressure the pleasure of seeing uh, the different approaches, you know, the women had to directing and, you know, what everybody's needs were. And um, that was really special for me. And um, I continue to be in touch with everybody. And and Deanna and I are actually working on a project to, uh, a writing project together here now um, as well. And uh, the other women who worked on the film, you know, they've all gone on to do really special things. They, you know, have features coming out or, in the case of Ruth Lawrence, her film Little Orphans just won a major prize at uh, Whistler, the Borso Prize oh, wow. for Best That's Canadian great. Film. Yeah, so we all continue to be to be in touch, and um, I certainly hope I get to work with everybody again in, in the future. And um, I think that's a pretty good chance, actually, uh, as Dan was saying, things are thriving here. So I think that opportunity is going to present itself. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. How how long did it take to film this? and put it all together? Well, we filmed, I guess, in terms of days filming, it was probably 17 or 18 days, and everybody had two days to direct the shorts. And I think, again, it was about five days, right, for you and Megan to sort of finish off the the spine. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in terms of editing, it took a little bit longer, um, you know, because we had to put all those parts together and make sure we captured the essence of the story and the editing suite. And we wanted to make sure that every director had an obvious say in how their film was edited. Um, So I think off and on, probably we were editing probably three or four months, you know, not every day, but um, just allowing time for that feedback and to make sure everybody's voice, you know, was heard and, and things like that. So... But in terms of getting it off the ground, uh, you know, the writing and stuff like that took a little bit longer, you know. So I don't know, it's probably two or three years, I guess, from beginning beginning mm-hmm. to end. Yeah. 
it's not yeah it usually does take a while to get it i just think the end product is 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 marvelous and so wonderful and it's the perfect film for every hopeless romantic in the month of february to watch this <laughs> film <laughs> and beyond and beyond yeah, yeah. we're all looking for something that's uplifting i know every time i go to watch a movie and i see it and it's like it's dark and everything i go oh no no i can't i can't watch this right now i can't yeah. i have to have something light <laughs> yeah i mean i think that's the way i've been dealing all year how about you go ahead yeah, absolutely. I know it's a good pandemic movie. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. It definitely is. Where can people see it? Where can people find Hopeless Romantic? Well, um, it'll be on, it's on coming out. It's already out in Canada, in the States. It'll be a uh, United States. It'll be out tomorrow. And you can see it on iTunes, Apple TV, or Vimeo on demand. Great. Wonderful. Well, thank you both. I wish you much success with this wonderful movie. You have Thank a great you. Enjoy pleasure. The rest of your day. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Jan. It you, was great talking to you. You too. You too, both of you. Thank you. You can listen to the Jan Price Show whenever and wherever at thejampriceshow.com, where all of my shows are archived, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast on the iHeart Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can also go to Facebook and like our Facebook page and see what's coming up on the show and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Jam Price Show. Thank you for listening. Jam Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jam Price Show, all about movies.